Start your clocks. It is the Insurance Hour with your host, me, Carl Sussman. Let's get to it. One of the things that I'm asked about frequently is earthquake insurance. Should I buy earthquake insurance? Should I not buy earthquake insurance? And then what's always interesting to me is the next question almost always comes down to, do most people buy insurance for earthquake? It's interesting, I always think, because why is that a contributing factor to whether earthquake insurance is a good investment or not, or whether that's a good policy to have or not? How is the metric of how many other people do it? How does that actually factor into whether it makes sense to purchase it or not? But I'll tell you, that is always in the discussion. It's do I get earthquake insurance and do other people get earthquake insurance? So let's take a little bit of time and talk about earthquake insurance. For the sake of discussion, this is going to be primarily about earthquakes as they pertain to California. Now, California is no stranger to earthquakes. We have them literally every day. And there are statistics which will show that there are small earthquakes every day, medium earthquakes every day, and then fairly large earthquakes every few weeks, every few months, and then catastrophic earthquakes at fairly random times. Now, I'll say random times, and a lot of people will stand up and scream and say, no, no, well, we had the 94 earthquake, and then before that, we had the one in 1970, and that's pretty consistent, and then you hear people talking about, oh, the San Andreas Fault, it's overdue. Let me tell you something. I've been hearing about the San Andreas Fault being overdue for an earthquake since I was a teenager, and that was not just yesterday. Okay, maybe it was just yesterday. Well, day before yesterday, anyway. Let's just leave it at this. I have been hearing about earthquakes from the San Andreas Fault, quote unquote, the big one, for a very, very long time. As a matter of fact, in Southern California, there's a theme park, Universal Studios, and they had uh, as part of one of their attractions an earthquake insurance, an earthquake insurance, that would have been a fun one for me. There was an earthquake simulator where you would see it was, this was how the ride was described. Come and see what the big one was going to feel like. They literally created an attraction where you could show up and experience what the infamous big one on the San Andreas fault was going to feel like. You know, in hindsight, it's sort of a strange thing. Why would you want to do that? I don't know. Maybe desensitize yourself, know what you're expecting. Uh, It was a pretty horrifying ride, I'll tell you that. I remember being on it. Uh, And and there's all sorts of, you know, cars smashing into each other and walls and water slamming around. I mean, it's a a disaster. But the, uh, the issue is that we've been talking about the big one for a very, very, very long time. Now, do I think we're going to have a large earthquake on the San Andreas Fault? Absolutely. No question in my mind. Now, having said that, when will that be? That's the big question, right? Is it going to be now? Is it going to be in 10 years? Is it going to be in 50 years? 100 years? This is what we don't know. The science just is not quite there yet to be able to tell us whether that big earthquake is going to come anytime soon. That tends to be what people are thinking about, the big one. What they're not thinking about is is these earthquakes that we do have every, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years or so that cause significant damage. The Northridge earthquake was a pretty bad one. 
And it, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I can look them up or you can Google them, I'm sure. And you will see the billions of dollars that it caused in damage. That was the Northridge earthquake. Now, that was in Northridge and it caused damage in places far away from Northridge, all the way into Santa Monica to the south. Now. The counter argument is yes, and people had earthquake insurance and they had these deductibles and then the earthquake carriers would pay and they rebuilt their house. And the people that didn't have earthquake insurance, they got this free money from the government from FEMA, right? That's what everyone says. They get FEMA will give you the money and then you can just rebuild. So why buy the earthquake insurance? Well, what people don't seem to follow is when FEMA would come in, there were two types of money that they were handing out. One was immediate aid, and that was to basically put you in a hotel because your house was red tagged and that was slang for they would come out uh, and look at it and put a red tag on it that said you cannot enter. It's too dangerous. So people that were not able to enter their homes, they were red tagged and FEMA would give a siphon to be able to let people uh, stay in a motel. Now, as far as rebuilding the house. FEMA did not give anybody any money to rebuild their house. What they did do is give a low interest loan. Big difference. So now you have the mortgage on your house and then you have the FEMA loan on the house that you've rebuilt. And I suppose any other credit lines or second mortgages that you might already have. So the argument of, well, I don't need earthquake insurance because FEMA will just pay for it. Understand FEMA is not handing you money to rebuild the house. They may give money to be able to loan you and rebuild the house, a loan with interest, by the way, but they are not handing out, nor have they ever handed out money that would be anywhere near sufficient for anyone to rebuild their house. The quote unquote free money was there specifically just for immediate needs for people to keep a roof over their head. Having said that, we're back to the beginning. Do you think earthquake insurance is something to have? And this is what it comes down to. And I, I literally tell this to people straight out. I can argue it both ways. I can argue for it and against it. Where I fall on the side of the argument is this. I ask myself the factual questions. Do we have earthquakes in California? The answer is yes. Nobody argues that. The next question is, do we have earthquakes that are sufficient enough to damage my home in California? The answer is yes. And then the final question is there going to be an earthquake sufficiently large enough to damage my home, fill the deductible where I would file a claim and actually get money back from the insurance company? That's the same question we answer for every insurance policy. Is there going to be a fire big enough that I will need it to rebuild my house? Will I have a car accident large enough to file a claim to have my car repaired? This is no different than any other type of insurance policy. It's something you have to decide based on your own finances, your own risk tolerance, and your own desire to be able to lay out a little bit of money now to not have to potentially lay out a lot of money later. It's an individual decision that everyone has to make. All I ask is that you please make it informed. If you have questions, feel free to reach out. I want to hear from you. Now it's your turn. Send me an email to the radio station at carl at am1290kzsb.com. That's K like Carl at am1290k like Carl, Z like zebra, S like Sam, and B like boy.com. I want to hear your questions. I want to know what's on your mind. Tell me what is happening and let me try and help navigate these wild insurance times. I am Carl Sussman, and this show is dedicated to Shamrock Papa. Mm-hmm.